Hey everyone, welcome to episode 16 of Something Worth Thinking About. My name is Randy Todd. I want to thank you for listening and thinking with me today because in today's episode, we want to continue in our journey through the Sermon on the Mount to hear what Jesus said about being persistent in our prayers with absolute confidence and the goodness of our Father to give us what we ask of Him. Today's reading comes from Matthew 7, verses 7 through 12, where Jesus returns to the matter of prayer in his Sermon on the Mount and says this, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you, for this sums up the law and the prophets. Now, I know that at some point all of us have or will ask the Lord to give us something and we will not get it. We cannot and we must not read this passage and hear the words of Jesus with this mindset of a magic genie in the lamp that has to grant us whatever we want, no matter what it is, because we have asked for it and we get our wishes granted because you have to do this. We, we pray and we pray and sometimes the door is not yet open. Uh, we still don't have that job we have been praying about. We still don't have any children or maybe our children are not walking in the ways of Christ and we've been praying about that for a very long time. We ask and ask and instead of someone getting well, they remain chronically ill or even die. And the, you can think of the million things that have happened in your life and the stories that you have heard. And if we read and hear the words of Jesus, ask and you will receive in a wooden, literal way, this is exactly what we will be, we will be expecting. I asked, why didn't I receive? And we will be frustrated, disappointed, and disillusioned. So we must not do this to ourselves, and we, we must not do this to God, to put him in this place of saying, you said one thing and you're not being faithful. If we read and hear these words of Jesus in a rigid, literal fashion, we will find ourselves thinking all sorts of solutions to the problem of our requests that are not provided by the Lord, like Maybe Jesus didn't know what he was talking about. God doesn't really do this. He doesn't give us what we ask for. Or maybe we're thinking something must be wrong in my walk of faith so that God is holding out on me. Once I get this right, God will, God will give me what I ask. And this, these words of Jesus will be true. Or perhaps God is not being faithful to me. I give up. 
See, none of these are good options for us. We need to find a better way to hear these words of Christ. Our Lord is our sovereign God. Yes, he loves us and serves us, but the Lord the Lord is God, and we are not. We, we do not call the shots. We do not determine the course. The Lord is our shepherd. He guides us and leads us. We follow him, and he blesses us. He cares for us and provides what we need. This has been the theme of so much of what Jesus has just said in this sermon to this point. And this is why we can do all sorts of good in our own lives without worrying about whether anyone else on earth sees and acknowledges the good we have done because we know that our Father in heaven sees what is done in secret and rewards us. This is why we can confidently store up treasure in heaven by sharing what we have with those who are in need today without worrying about what might happen tomorrow. This is why we don't want to be judgmental and harsh on others. God is merciful to us and will continue to give us grace upon grace as we too pass that along to others in our lives and we are merciful and forgiving. At the heart of these instructions to ask, seek, and knock is this truth. Our Father in heaven is good, and he gives good gifts to his children who ask of him, but but he is not Santa Claus. He is the Lord our God. He knows what we need, and he gives us good gifts when we ask of him. After all, he gave us his son as the atoning sacrifice and redeeming sacrifice for our sins. He gave us his Holy Spirit to live in us, to guide us and sanctify us through and through and to transform us into the likeness of the very image of Christ Jesus, his son. And when Christ returns again in glory, he will graciously give us all things as we are promised and told in Romans chapter 8, verse 32. We are heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. So let's stick with the comparison that Jesus gives us as he explains what he means by ask, seek, and knock in the goodness of God. We are, compared to God, we are evil. <laughs> but we know how to give good gifts to our children when they ask things from us. Not always the gift that they ask for, but good gifts nevertheless. So how much more with our God who is holy, righteous, and good? He will give us good gifts when we seek, when we ask, and when we knock. But it may not be the gift, the exact gift that we ask for. Let's think about Jesus for a moment. Jesus prayed a fervent, sincere, heartfelt prayer in the garden on the night of his betrayal. He asked the Father to take the cup from him. The Father did not take the cup from him. The Father sent angels to comfort Jesus, and in ways that I am confident were entirely invisible to us, the Father was with Jesus in every moment of the experience leading up to the cross and the suffering and the shame of the cross and even death itself. 
And this is why we see the darkness in the middle of the day. This is why there was the earthquake at the moment of Christ's death. This is why the curtain in the temple was torn from top to bottom. Jesus is constantly, he has been constantly telling us that he and the Father are one, that the Father is with him, that he loves him. So there can be no doubt that throughout all of this, the Father was with Jesus. And so we will undoubtedly always wonder what is really happening in that moment on the cross when Jesus cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of our attempts to explain and resolve the tension of all this are frankly a bit too simplistic and confident for me when people say with absolute certainty, this is what's going on. I believe there is some mystery and wonder that we need to allow to remain. We do not have all the answers. We do not know everything with absolute certainty. But we know this, we know that our God is faithful. The Father did not remove the cup from Jesus, but God has given Jesus a name that is above all names. The Father did not abandon the Son to the grave, but raised him up as the firstborn from among the dead who will never die again. And through this and through Christ, God has blessed all of us with all of the treasures that are in Christ in the heavenly realms. And so if we just look at the story of Jesus who told us to ask, seek, and knock, when he asked, when he seeked, when he knocked, God answered and blessed him and gave him good gifts. But he did not get exactly what he asked. So it is that we may not get exactly what we ask of God when we pray, when we ask, seek, and knock, but we will receive good gifts from our Father in heaven. We ask, seek, and knock in hope and confident expectation that our God is good. So ask, seek, and knock. Our Father in heaven is listening for your voice. Mm-hmm.